Hello, and welcome to episode 34 of the American Dry Cleaner podcast. I'm your host, Dave Davis, editor of American Dry Cleaner magazine. Joining me today for Selling Young Adults on Dry Cleaning's Value is Jennifer Marquardt, a partner at Arthur's Executive Cleaners located in the Buffalo, New York area. Jen has been focused on customer outreach and since March of 2020 has been releasing daily videos on Facebook to explain the practice of dry cleaning, how customers can take care of their textiles, and generally trying to brighten up her followers' days. We'll be talking about the importance of adding a youthful demographic to your client base, what they are looking for in a dry cleaner, and how to educate them on your business and your services. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the show, and thanks for being with us today. Hey, Dave. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We're talking about getting young people into your client base. So to start out, why is it important for dry cleaners to reach out to younger customers and introduce their business and services? They're your future customers. So whether they're going to be Mm -hmm. using you right now or not, they will be using you in the future. They will have their career job where they're or going on an interview. So you you want to get them even before they're going to be your your customer. Sure, sure. And Jen, how has the mix between generations changed in recent years in your experience? Uh, Between the two different generations, of course, we went through this huge technology phase. When I first started in the business, which was about 17 years ago, I didn't have a cell phone glued to my hip. And (laughs) I was, you know, everyone had U.S. mail. And while we still have U.S. mail, it's not the same. You know, every U.S. mail piece you get is more junk than anything, unfortunately. So you have this huge technology gap. So when I first started, for instance, we would send coupons via U.S. mail. And now, you know, during the transition, we did some email, some U.S. mail. For the past uh, six or seven years now, we've been strictly uh, email because no one's getting coupons in their U.S. mail anymore. So that's been a generational thing for sure, a change that we've had to adapt to. And have you seen a shift towards younger demographics? What does that mix look like for you right now? We still have majoritively, I would say, 35 and older, and Mm -hmm. we still are getting of course, we're getting more and more every day, though, of these younger generations. You know, they're they're getting their first job or they're going on their first interview or they make sure that they want to look good and, and pre-pandemic when they were going <laughs> right. out on dates and stuff like that. Uh, you know, they'd want to make sure they looked good. So they would take this suit in to get clean because they knew it was going to be on going on their first date with them, essentially. Mm-hmm. So we do still have majoritively our traditional demographic, and it's slowly but surely growing into more of a younger demographic for sure. Jen, can you describe your educational outreach when it comes to younger customers? How do you let them know about the different services you provide that they might not be aware of? And every customer, you just want to, the best customers are educated customers. You want to let them know about the service and what you provide. Now, if I'm speaking with a older gentleman, I might be talking about his pair of khakis and something about his crease where the younger generation doesn't necessarily want creases in their pants. Mm -hmm. So we explain the difference of that. Also, more likely than not, uh, your your local football team uh, is probably (laughs) forefront on their minds in the younger generation. And educate them about the jerseys that you can clean, their jersey that they wear to their game, that they cherish. Educate them how and why it's important to clean them not putting them away dirty and things like that. Right. It's it's just educating them. We just may be speaking, if I'm talking to somebody who's, let's just say 20 versus somebody who's 40, I might just be talking about a different piece, but I'm still educating them right. on what we do and why we do it and why it would be beneficial for your piece to be cleaned. 
how does reaching out to younger customers differ from reaching out to older customers? How is the message different and how is the medium different? I know you've done a lot of videos on Facebook. Is that something that... Yeah. So I, I originally was going to say, well, it is the same, but it is different, right? right. Um, right. Are We still are educating and reaching out to our traditional clientele via email. And since this pandemic hit, we really didn't do a lot of videos uh, at all. And the first thing I did was grab my camera and said, we got to get out there because everybody is now home and sitting on their computer and sad and depressed. <laughs> and we don't know what's going on in our world. So I just pulled up the camera and, and I mean, I think my first video was about wash and fold, mm -hmm. uh, but then it transitioned to just making people laugh, entertaining people, getting out of the comfort zone of what you used to do isn't what you might always be able to do. Mm -hmm. So getting out of your comfort zone, I think would be the biggest thing. And the younger generation are on their phones all the time, whether they're reading an email or, or looking at some silly video, they're on their phone. So how do you get in front of them on their phone? It's not going to be standing at your front counter just waiting for them to come to you. You've got to find a way to go to them now. And uh, speaking of the front counter, <laughs> uh, what's your onboarding process with clients look like? What are some of the steps you take to keep customers and especially young adults coming back for more? I mean, of course, we want to get all their basic information. Yes, their U.S. mail, their email address, their phone number, all that stuff that you would want to get so you can reach out to them. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, you want to reach out to them after they've used us. You don't want to or used your company, whichever company you're at, you don't want to take advantage of the fact that they did choose you. They might've chosen you because that's where their parents go. Mm -hmm. But if you mess up their Jersey, or if you show that you don't care or want to get them in and out of the door without any kind of brief conversation, educating them at all, they may just go to the next cleaners down the road. So you want to follow up with them, even if it is a quick text, you know, mm -hmm. that's definitely a, the, one of the better ways to reach out to the younger generation is a quick text, you know, after they've picked up, how'd you like our services? Did everything go okay? Any questions, any concerns? They don't know that they care about their clothing and how <laughs> they get it cleaned until there becomes a problem. Right. So you want to avoid, obviously, that even coming to case. And you become, you make a relationship with them from the get-go. Onboarding them, of course, is important. And you just like I said before, you also may be speaking about a different piece. You know, how was that jersey that we cleaned? Or it may sound silly, but you're seeing this trend in some younger adults about their masks that they're wearing. They're now wearing these like elaborate masks that match with their outfits. And <laughs> it's not necessarily something they can just throw in the wash. So right. while it may sound silly, that is something that People will they'll want to wear this mask again, but you also got to make sure it's clean because it's going on their face, protecting right. them from what is protecting them from. So educating them and reaching out to them after they've used you. Yeah, mask or something that we didn't really think about uh, a year ago. Did <laughs> I mean, never would have thought I would have had to put a mask into our system for cleaning and how much it should be. I mean, it it sounds silly and that's just how we diversify. That's the world that we live in. So right. don't ignore it. Embrace it. Yeah, it's not silly now. It's very important. No, right. <laughs> uh, going in on that, uh, what are some of the demands that younger generations have that uh, maybe aren't seen in older generations and vice versa? I would definitely say the efficiency and timing. You know, we all want things now. It's like, and that's mostly what our younger generation is is used to. It's no fault to their own. That's what they're used to. Mm -hmm. So not that you can't get it done the next day. I mean, we can, and I'm sure a lot of the cleaners out there do next day service, same day service for that matter. Mm -hmm. And educating them knowing that, 
okay, I see this spot on here. We can get it for you tomorrow, but it might not come out. And the last thing they want to do is come back twice. They just want it to come out and be done. So the efficiency is definitely different. They maybe procrastinate a little bit more than your traditional clientele. A lot of your traditional clientele are going towards retirement. So they don't need their shirt tomorrow. You know, they might need it for their meeting next week. You know, they pre-plan a little bit more. So efficiency is definitely one of the biggest differences. When can I get it back? And typically, can I get it tomorrow? Like that's, they want it back right away, which we can do. But that's something that's different between traditional versus uh, the newer, the younger generation coming up. Great. And what have you found surprises younger adults when it comes to the services you provide? Are there services you offer that they weren't aware could be done at a direct leading store? Yes. So again, you have to transition yourself or, or change gears a little bit if you want to introduce that younger generation to your services and like hats, I see a lot of younger generation people, you know, not obviously going on a job interview, but wearing hats that are very expensive, that they value that they, yeah, they get dirty, but they don't know how to clean it. So they're just going to keep wearing it until eventually they just buy a new one. Right. Educate them on the fact that you can clean hats. And if you don't clean ball caps, learn it and start to do it because that's just one way to get them in the door. Whether they bring you one hat a month or, or then they all of a sudden have this sweatshirt that they need cleaned. It's just at least a little gateway into your services. Same thing with sneakers, younger generation. I've never seen such value put on sneakers, which is okay. Uh, But they want to make sure they stay clean. And how can you clean them doing those kinds of things and letting them know that you do those services Again, it's just one way of getting them in the door for items that they value and care about. And then in mm-hmm. a year or two years, three years from now, they're also using suits. Well, now they're our right. customer, so they're going to continue to come to you. Excellent. Yeah, I know a lot of people have a very personal relationship with their hats and sneakers. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and, and right, that's okay. It's like women are, some women are purse ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's okay. And, and for a younger generation who's got this valued purse that they works their butt off to get, you want to make sure you let them know that you can clean it and, and you can clean it great. Whether it is a hat, shoes, or a purse, it's one thing that brings them in the door that you can build that relationship with until they become an, a, an older adult where they're getting their career jobs set up. Right. We touch on this a little bit, but what do younger customers find to be most important to them when it comes to dry cleaning? And, and does health enter into this uh, during this time where we're all a little concerned about our health? Um, yes, right. The, the, the health is a big, a, a big aspect other than doing our normal diligence of cleaning nonstop when there's customers coming in and going out. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing the younger generation as much worried about the environmental health, uh, for like a solvent that you're using specifically, uh, when it comes to the cleanliness of the store and having hand sanitizer available for them in this pandemic and things like that. I see that in both generations, mm-hmm. uh, the biggest difference to your uh, is, you know, we all have to care about money. We can't, right. I, I, not, we, not all of us just have a pile of money sitting in our closet. <laughs> so whether you're younger generation or older, you know, you do want to save money when you can. Right. I'm definitely finding in the younger generation, you're getting that because of a $16 suit is a lot more expensive to a younger generation person than somebody who's got their career and, and going towards retirement. They're the younger generation is certainly looking to how can I save a little bit of money without sacrificing quality, of course. Um, And so educating them on the coupons that we send out and getting them a coupon again, like I said, not us mail or not necessarily even email. It's getting sent through a text message because they're on their phones via texting all the time. 
But the biggest difference is I would say is the savings. Can they save on something? You know, they, they're okay buying a $5 cup of coffee, but it's like, wait, I've got to spend $5 on a tie. Like, <laughs> so, so giving them the, the reasons why it's important to still want to spend $5 on a tie, because it'll last a lot longer than that coffee, but you also get a savings is a big deal. You know, everyone's got to pinch pennies at times and you want to make sure that you will allow them to still use your services mm-hmm. and at a discounted price if if that if you can make that work because I still think that's important. You can't ignore the fact that people like to save money. Right. In these times where business suits and formal clothes really aren't being used very often, what are younger adults bringing to the store the most? I mean, believe it or not, I have seen sweats more often than not. Really? Like like these these jogging pants that are tighter around the ankle, uh-huh. you know, they they are more expensive. So they don't want to just throw them in the wash. And then they get all the lint from everything else and they get these little pills all over. So they'll bring them into the cleaners. And of course, we all can do that. It's just it's surprising because what I would consider loungewear, you know, that I would hang out in my house in, uh-huh. it's something that's becoming perfectly fine to be wearing outdoors and 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 it's it's your actual stuff that you wear outside. People would say, I would never wear this to bed. So that's the difference between generations. And they're bringing stuff in like that, a, a jogging suit or these jogging pants with a oh, matching hoodie. Uh, I'm seeing that more than not in the younger generation who's bringing stuff in. Yeah. They bring in what's important to them, don't they? Exactly. Exactly. Um, how are the uh, challenges of reaching uh, and serving younger single adults, say from 18 to 25, different from uh, those slightly older, younger adults from maybe 25 to 35 uh, who might be married with children? At first, I was thinking, well, this is kind of two different things, but it's not. I mean, a, a young bachelor who's 18, 25, maybe just moved out of his house or getting his first apartment, mm-hmm. but doesn't have a washing machine or a drying machine available to them. You want to target them for your washing fold because that's just a convenience. They don't have to go to their parents' house. They don't have to go to the laundromat and get it done. So it's that washing fold. And at the same time, that busy mom who's got three kids teaching them school now from home, they don't have time to do laundry unless it's 10 o'clock at night after everyone goes to bed Right. and it's been a long day. So you don't want to do that. So you still, in that case, would let them know about your washing fold services I know pieces are more casual for the younger generation now. They don't have to when they get their new jobs or the career jobs. They're not necessarily expected to wear a two-piece suit, but they're still going to wear that nice button-down shirt. Right. So let them know about your shirt specials or what you can do to make their shirt last longer in between washes, things like that, because inevitably they still have to wear, obviously, clothes on their back. And whether <laughs> it's a nice shirt or you're telling them about their wa- your wash and fold services, you still want to educate them on the pieces that are important to them that they would be wearing. Right. Jen, when it comes to meeting uh, the needs of the customers, educating them on what you do, how do you train your staff uh, to meet the needs of various generations that come in? Patience and time. You can't steer a ship and expect it to do a 180 in five minutes. (laughs) You know, it takes time to transition Mm. everybody and educate your staff on what the potential problems or potential questions that a younger generation, older generation may have and educate them, your staff, to let them know how to respond to things. Do a lot of hands-on work. I can say, don't go to your staff members and say, hey, we start doing hats now. So if anyone asks, we're doing them. <laughs> well, okay, that's, ha- that's, that's the bare minimum of what you should be telling your staff. Well, when a, a, a 25 year old walks in with his $90 hat and he says, well, how do you clean it? Right. Well, I don't know. 
Well, you got to let your, <laughs> your, your front counter staff know that so they can answer it because that will give the confidence to that guy with his cherished hat coming in and say, okay, I know my hat's in good hands because they, the, the front counter girl knows what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Obviously the back end must know what they're talking about too. So just educating them with patience and putting the time into it that needs to be put into it. Don't fly by night and tell them in passing and expect to get good results because you're not going to. Right. And Jen, how do you know when you're successful when reaching younger customers? What yardstick do you use to measure that success? How do you know you're hitting your mark? I mean, did they come back? Did they come back and use your services again? Mm -hmm. If they came back, obviously you can only assume they liked our services. (laughs) If they didn't come back, okay, why did you come back? And in that follow-up, you know, did everything go okay? And, And the questions that you ask, and if there was a problem, then you can address it. And nine times out of 10, as long as we hear the problem, they know that we care and they're mm. going to bring it back and we can fix the issue. If there was an issue, you know, encourage them when they're picking up, let's say to leave us a Google review, leave us a review online, because again, they're on their phones all the time and it takes less than a minute to leave a review. If they've left a review, obviously that's a for sure way to know their feelings. Did they cherish and, and value what you did or were there issues that they didn't love? Mm-hmm. The biggest thing though, is did they come back? If they came back, they obviously liked your services. Right. Yeah. Coming back's the big thing. And <laughs> if every customer only used you one time, you probably wouldn't grow as much as you want to grow. Right. So again, yes, you have to follow up. And if they came back, I mean, that's a for sure ringer. You did something great. Excellent. And Jen, for our final spin question, uh, what one idea about selling to young adults on dry cleanings value would you like to leave with us today? I would say to get outside your comfort zone. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, we've all been doing this procedure this way for so long and it works just fine. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a different world now and it's and it's a different generation coming up to start using your services. Get outside your own personal comfort zone. Mine, as, as, I, as you know, Dave, was pulling up a camera and start doing videos, goofy or not, educational, fun, whatever. Mm-hmm. I am not comfortable in front of a camera. It doesn't look that way, but I definitely was not comfortable in front of a camera. <laughs> But I knew for survival and to get to this younger generation and even your current customers to to speak with them, you had to go outside your own comfort zone and do things that would be in their face without being too invasive, obviously. So get outside your comfort zone. Uh, What you've always done is probably not something that you can always continue to do. So uh, if you don't change during this pandemic, it'll probably be tougher for you than it should be. So just get outside your comfort zone. It'll work. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jen. That's a lot of great information about reaching out to younger demographics and uh, building a customer base for the future. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. And this is definitely a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Thank you. Our guest today has been Jennifer Marquardt, a partner at Arthur's Executive Cleaners, located in the Buffalo, New York area. The American Dry Cleaner podcast is produced by American Trade Magazines, LLC Chicago. The music for this podcast, Brand New Day, is by Alivero Angeloro and provided by hooksounds.com. Our podcasts are available free at our website, americandrycleaner.com, and you can consult our weekly e-newsletter, The Wire, to learn more about future episodes. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about the podcast, along with news and information from around the industry. For American Dry Cleaner Podcast, this is Dave Davis, and I'll see you at the front counter again soon.